Yeah, no, mine was 20 quid, but because I did realize that I'm probably not going to stick with this for very long, I was like, I can't, I can't get any more. So why not? It's such a good idea. I changed oh. it last week. I loved it. I related to every single thing that Emmy said. Like, oh my God. deeply within my soul, I was like, wow, this person gets me on a molecular level. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm oh. very um I'm very happy about that. Um yeah, you should stick with it. Oh, that's so nice. Um, it, come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm well, you every week. So. I, <laughs> so I don't I don't have uh, any career um ambitions or options really. Currently, okay. I just keep getting rejections from uh, loads of jobs. Um, oh, that's a big mood. Yeah, so um yeah, what have you so, been applying for? Uh, I'm I'm mostly applying to like um charity and student union jobs which i thought i i figured i would be a shoe-in like because i yeah i've done so you much have, uni stuff oh my god you have so but, you have like the most accomplished cv of anyone <laughs> i've ever met probably in oh, my life no there's so many people who have done more that's the thing do you know what though that's what it's like when you come into the real world and you're like do you know you have like confidence in yourself you're like my cv is cracking i just redid it last night look at the bullet points fucking mm, chef's kiss and then you go and for all these jobs and they're like you're not good enough and it's like a real shock to the system it's like i thought i was untouchable at this point to be fair i've never really felt like that but um <laughs> i do feel like it's a real kick to the self-esteem when you start applying for jobs and they are just like no you're shit yeah <laughs> It makes me so sad because I always thought I was good enough. You are good enough. It's just that other people... They don't think I am. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing because I feel like there's going to be so many people who've lost their jobs. So they're going to go and try and apply for the same jobs as I'm applying. Yeah. But they have work experience. and (laughs) Like, they're adults. Um, (laughs) I hate it when adults have jobs and they also apply for jobs. That's... I mean, stop it like stop applying for jobs I, it's my yeah, time exactly <laughs> like, dare get, you? get one job just yeah i don't i don't i don't understand how the economy works still oh my god neither do i don't even worry me, it makes me really angry <laughs> <laughs> me too. Sometimes I think, my brother studies economics at manchester and oh my god he's like sorry hugh if you're listening to this i mean have we started recording i don't actually know i don't know what's um, happening no, it is a recording. No, t- tell me about you. So he has just started studying, econ- I think it's economic. economics and maths, maybe, in Manchester. But he's like having all of these like stereotypical like studenty, like I'm in first year and I've just started studying a big boy subject at like a Russell Group uni. And he's like, <laughs> every time I talk to him, he uses an economics analogy like it doesn't matter what we're talking about he will turn it into (laughs) an economics related conversation and I just like I don't know how to deal with it anymore Alina I'm I'm done I don't know what to do I don't get what I don't understand what he's talking about he'll just start talking about like oh this is uh, like I'll be watching a tv show and he's like oh this is exactly like when the market goes down because consumers oh aren't buying enough and the and the producers are producing so much and the consumers and I'm like uh, <laughs> sorry I'm watching outnumbered like what, <laughs> what is this got no. to do with anything anyway that's my rant about my brother no. <laughs> Rob was um, my, my housemate if you remember him Rob uh, yes, he, was, I remember he did economics like he did the he did the same shit or like well not the same but like he always had like 
you know, I would start speaking about something like, I think we went to like a socialism debate or something. Classic, and I was classic, like, classic. and I just gave like, you know, my opinion on like what's happening. And then he came in with like, oh yeah, but this curve says that. And I was like, <laughs> fuck off. I don't know about curves. What are you chatting? <laughs> Maybe so. I, I just, I, I, it's imprinted in my brain. It must be an economic student thing, like a PPE student thing even. Because like, we didn't do that. Like sometimes no. I talk about horrible histories, but like that's uni- that's a universal experience. Like everyone watched horrible histories. <laughs> watched horrible histories. But like economics, there's no like funky, quirky little musical TV show about economics because it's boring. <laughs> and I would, that is the hill that I would die on. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. When you when you think about the fact that so many people who go to work in like tax and finance, you don't have to have like any kind of degree, you just have to have a degree and a two one. Why would you ever study economics Mate. if if your end plan is to go and work for a oh, no. people enjoy it. Like people enjoy it. Like I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I d I I don't <laughs> maybe I should ask my brother. Should yeah, maybe maybe your brother should. <laughs> maybe he should get on the podcast. Can you please give us an insight into the mind of an economic student? I think it's just like I think it's what he enjoyed the most because I think it's like politicsy enough for it to still be interesting. But then, like I think for him, it helps him to understand what he's reading in the news and like how everything comes together almost. So if you study politics, yeah. like you understand what's going on but then if you study economics you understand kind of like the driving forces i think that's how he would probably describe it anyway but personally i don't get it (laughs) no but it would be good because i okay so i know i know abby i know that you were um the chair chair of the labor society (laughs) no i wasn't oh my god no i wasn't i was you were uh, very big in the labor society (laughs) i know that I don't know what yeah. you did exactly, but you were. Yeah. Um, I didn't. Do what did you do? There. Um, what was well, your role? I I was so I was secretary, and oh, there was so much beef, Alina. There was so much beef. I was secretary. No one was angry. Well, actually, some people were, but let's. Um, that's beef. Basically, our labour society was like splintering left, right, and centre, almost literally, because there were like some right-wing people who didn't really agree with the fact that like I mean I think like someone went to the tab or something and said that there was a right-wing no a left-wing like coup going on in our (laughs) labor club and we were just there like it's not that deep like (laughs) I enjoy labor politics god forbid and I like hanging out with people in this society they're my friends and ultimately I want to do everything I can to help the cause of labour in this country why wouldn't I want to go for a society position where I can do all of those things at once you know there was no coup I'm wow there was a lot to work (laughs) (laughs) but that happens so much in student politics societies doesn't it like people just get so into it and they like to pretend that like everything they're doing means so much more than it actually does like at the end of the day we were all graduating (laughs) in less than a year and like now we're in the middle of a global crisis so nothing matters (laughs) (laughs) wow yeah i can't believe how much i cared and i do still care like i think it's great that people do these things i just don't understand why i was so personally like involved yeah 
I yeah I know what you mean you get sucked in though don't you like when it's your life and when you're there for three years and it's like that's what you do week in week out is like you have your societies that you go to and you have your lectures that you go to and you have your mates and like any society drama you're gonna get swept up in because that's what you spend your time yeah. doing and then you leave that space and you're like hang on <laughs> hang on a second <laughs> that's so stupid <laughs> joined tinder and hinge during lockdown that's like i mean amazing is that my worst the word the lowest i've sunk probably not (laughs) like i vowed never to use them again and i have just gone straight back to it so there's that and i also started oh no i'm not gonna say that because he might listen to it (laughs) no no I just like there have been some questionable decisions that I've made but you know what I'm working in a supermarket right now so I'm like I don't have the same thing a lot of people have where they are like driven to extremities because they're spending so much time alone like I'm with my family and I'm also working like six days a week so I am relatively okay in terms of not having enough time to be driven <laughs> to make stupid decisions <laughs> that's amazing that, that's really good for you um i yeah. definitely feel that um i feel like not everything i'm doing is unhealthy necessarily yeah um, it's definitely stupid like some of the things i do <laughs> i'm not um, saying that your decisions are stupid i'm just saying that oh no, no they are <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay whatever you say i just i just i mean that like so many people have messaged me like oh I accidentally got back together with my ex over text and I'm like oops what? why have you done that you know that's so bad like what are you doing and they've been like yeah I know but it's only for lockdown and I'm like but what are you gaining for like what are you gaining from that like what like someone to talk to I get that but also like you're not going to be able to see them or gain any of the like physical advantages <laughs> in that relationship yeah so like it's just someone to talk to like just get a pen pal like <laughs> enjoy, like <laughs> what else could you do go on omegle you know like yeah. i think it's, it's just it's just you know they already know so much about you like you have all these yeah, like inside true. jokes and shit right. like it's just a really easy like it is something that's good to slip, slip back into, in. I yeah think. i get that but anyway your masters how is your masters going how have you found it what have been your most your best parts of doing your masters so far i mean before covid so my year has been half of like my year has been strikes because we have two waves of those oh and i God, yeah. i fully support the strikes like i i understand why i did it and i and i went you know and i didn't cross the picket line and like i'm very in favor yeah. of them and it's a good cause mm-hmm. but it made me lose out on like six weeks i think of oh, uni yeah. and then the week after strikes ended we went into corona so I didn't have a lot of like in-person like proper 
seminars and stuff it's not it, it's not been like ideal but like my, my course is really really good like i've really enjoyed it like, is it just history so that you're doing no i'm doing um i'm doing race and resistance oh that's so interesting it's a really really good course like i really enjoy mm. it except for like you know all the times that i found it really overwhelming but like during the content is really good. i'm glad i did this masters like you know it was a good yeah. like good decision is it, it's good to have like that kind of knowledge i think because obviously i don't really think about race that much like in my everyday life just because i don't have to yeah um so that's kind of made me like see like a lot of different perspectives so what are you thinking about master's degrees oh my god so i was oh well i was thinking about doing one this year but then like obviously all the stuff went down with my family last year so i was just like right i'm gonna focus on getting my exams done and not having a a breakdown and (laughs) one of those things is true and happened (laughs) but then um I was just like you know what I'm just I need to get this done and I need to have like a year year to recoup like sort my shit out and then I can go looking for jobs or I can work out if I want to do a master's so I decided that I was going to um like work for half the year and then the other half of the year was going to spend like applying well yeah applying to masters or applying to jobs but also applying to specifically to jobs in Spain and Portugal because I wanted to do like teaching I don't know why like that was something I always wanted to do was teach English but like somewhere where I would also be learning their culture and I also knew the language so it wouldn't just be like a one-way exchange where I go over to a country and I'm like you guys need to learn English let me like uh, impose my culture <laughs> on you but like not yeah. get anything back so I was like Spain Portugal perfect um I know some of those languages well I got a qualification actually to me like five months it was quite a nice thing to do because I was working at like City World actually I've had such a weirdly like eclectic few like six months I was gonna say few months but then I realized <laughs> it's May <laughs> what the fuck? Um, yeah so I like yeah I was working at City World whilst I was doing this and then randomly got a job with like this group called Hope Not Hate which is um <gasps> yeah <laughs> just like, I forgot about that you were in Leeds <laughs> you were in Leeds for like a yeah, month I was, I was. Oh god, I am a bad friend. No, I like forget about this routinely. Like until I had to look at my CV to reapply for jobs um after this uh thing fell through in Portugal. I was like, hang on a second, I spent the whole of November in Leeds and I forgot about it. <laughs> but um so yeah, the plan basically was for this year was to go to Portugal because I did I got accepted onto this Erasmus scheme where they like send you to different schools as like a teaching assistant or they send you to like language centers um and you like help teach and you like shadow teachers and then you eventually start like teaching yourself which is like really good training if I wanted to like do that for longer and they put you up in an apartment and they pay your bills and they give you like a weekly allowance so I wasn't going to be making any money but I was going to be getting really good training and experience with yeah. people whilst like living with people making friends like it was just gonna be so good 
Um, yeah. And then obviously, <laughs> COVID happened. So I got I got the acceptance for this job like in March. Uh, obviously, lockdown happened on the twenty third. So like a week after I got the acceptance, they were like, "Oh, by the way, COVID's happening." So we're not doing that anymore and I was like cool this is fine my life's falling apart it's fine <laughs> obviously like everyone's lives have fallen apart so it's not like it's fine I mean it, it will probably reopen at some point in the future but for now I'm just lucky that I was able to get a job um so as for plans for next year and masters um I've been applying for masters in public history because mm-hmm. I realized that I sort of want to this is news for me because I have been avoiding thinking about what I want to do in the future, like <laughs> my whole life. <laughs> so yeah. I was just like, wouldn't it be cool to like work in a museum and do like events, bringing history to other people in whatever yeah. way, shape or form? Like that's something that I really enjoy doing. So why don't I do a master's in it? And then hopefully it will like set me up for a career down that i don't really know but anyway so i started looking into like trinity college dublin (laughs) not because i watch normal people (laughs) but also partly that did reignite my love (laughs) (laughs) i I applied to study there in year 13 and um Mm -hmm. i forgot to send my gcse results so they were like we can't offer you a place because you didn't send no way (laughs) i got an offer from university college dublin which is like the second university in uh dublin but i just like i just didn't go because i was scared and i went to york instead so that wasn't too bad um but now i'm just like i want to go again i want to study history in ireland and i want to study public history and yeah so that's kind of what i'm doing but also who knows because universities might not even reopen in September. <laughs> I don't really know what's going to happen, but at least um, I'm making moves. That's really cool. Um, yeah. I know because I was following. Like I know we haven't talked for a year, basically. <laughs> but obviously, I've been following you um, on Twitter and Insta and stuff. Oh my God, I'm and so like, sorry just for my tweets. <laughs> no, I love it. Uh, like, cause like Twitter was the one where like I kind of like kept tabs on like how you're progressing in your job search, and I was kind of like, because I knew that was gonna be me, because like I decided I'm not gonna apply to anything until like I'm in May June. Yeah. Um. And, you know, like, I'm already, because I wanted to apply for a job and then start, you know, like, start, like, a couple months after, like, you know, not apply for grass schemes. Yeah. So, like, a proper, proper, proper job. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Seemed better. So, I was like, oh, this is going to be my life in, like, you know. I think that was my first introduction to how hard it is to yeah. actually get a job. Because I kind of thought if you work hard, if your grades are okay, if you have internships, yeah. if you have, like, you know, you've done sports, you've got, like, this, like, teamwork from sports, yeah. like, then you can just get a job you're a well-rounded individual someone will want to hire you right (laughs) that's the thing like it's not true yeah and that's shocking really i can't believe that i mean like how dare people not want to hire me it sounds very not entitled to be like i assumed i was going to get a job but like you kind of do like your whole life has been leading up to this point yeah. And everyone has been like, so far, has been like, listen, you're going to have no problem getting a job. You've worked so hard to get where you are. Like, you've made all the right decisions. You've put all your energy into basically being able to leap forward from this point. And then you get here 
and it's like oh <laughs> no one wants to hire me <laughs> what do i do I yeah it's just a lot harder than people have made it out to be yeah that's what i'm thinking like yeah. i because i i'm sure it is possible to get a job because like i saw so many people get Lost jobs you. out of undergrad <laughs> and like you know like last year like this time last year everyone was like yeah i'm starting a job at ey and whatever yeah and i was like yeah yeah and i was like you know this like i know this girl spent all her like time in salvo and like in the clubs (laughs) like and and she you know she she got a very nice job so like yeah i spent half my time in the clubs and then the rest of the time i spent my time in flares rather than salvo (laughs) maybe that is where that is true (laughs) i know like my so most of my mates are still at uni two of my mates have gotten jobs one of them has gotten a job with Cantar, which is like this a, a research company so they go out and they like take all this research and then they find out what people are like thinking and then they advise the government in social policy oh that's cool based off that is really that research i think that's what they do anyway <laughs> it's like very <laughs> like very proper very proper job and i'm like she worked so hard to get there. Oh my god, she's like so intelligent. I don't. We make fun of her for being like come lord in her. <laughs> it's that's not how you say that, but it means like she got the best grades in her year, which is like oh yeah 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 insane. I know. Um, but she but she like found it quite hard to get a job. I mean, like she applied for loads and loads of things. It took her quite a while to like eventually find this position, and they really liked her, and she got the job. But I just think it's hard for everyone. What's your other um, other friend's job? Oh my god, she works for the foreign office in like the finance department, I think. Yeah, that's um. what she does. But she's just like <laughs> they're just both doing so well for themselves, and it's kind of crazy. I'm here like oh <laughs> I, I, I mean I work in home bargains at the moment. Like I'm I'm not putting myself down for that because quite frankly i'm done quite well to get any job at this point oh yeah and i have some form of stable income and that is quite good that is super impressive yeah and it's such an important job at this time um and also just anytime anyway um but it's just like very intimidating when two of your friends like left uni and sort of immediately gone into like incredible jobs that people spend like their entire careers trying to get to <laughs> yeah they've kind of just like got them straight out of uni not to say that they haven't worked to get them because obviously they have but it's just like yeah i mean also i would say that i haven't been trying as hard as i could to get into jobs just because i don't yeah. know what i want to do like i have no idea and i've just been applying for all these like random like really random things like charity jobs and like I don't know just random stuff it's like Emmy was saying last week like she just is so scared of like knowing where to start and then when she does apply she gets rejected and then that yep. like sets you back <laughs> another oh, I don't know it's just like a difficult process and it's quite scary and I really don't like it yep i can relate anyway uh, that's given you some really (laughs) good feelings about starting to look for jobs no obviously like um yeah because i go like i got long listed and shortlisted for two different jobs um, oh yeah day before yesterday after having like all rejections like for ages yeah so um 
but I just know that like if I get if like the two jobs that I've like made some progress with mm. if I get rejected from them I'm just kind of gonna wallow for a while again yeah because I'm very bad at like you know like I applied to a job and it was I was a good applicant but there was 150 people applying yeah and it was good salary and it was in London there were lots of people probably very qualified like even if I was good like that doesn't mean much so yeah. my dad said you should send out 150 applications kind of you know because there's 150 applicants like that's kind of like you know 149 of them aren't gonna get a job yeah that's um, true so like you know like if you want to like you know play the odds like you should be sending out like 150 applications but, but it's still for like... me it's more like it's like two a month and then i kind of wait and then i get rejected <laughs> oh god i hate this and i wallow for a few weeks after rejection and then i'm like yeah, okay let's look for a job <laughs> but i don't know if you get those but like every time i like i'm quite picky with the jobs i apply for like i only apply for the ones that i'm like that actually sounds really interesting that sounds yeah. like something I would want to do which oh, definitely, is yeah. quite rare because all of the jobs that I've been looking at have been like oh like recruitment advisor consultant marketing exec and I'm like firstly I don't know what that is <laughs> I don't know what you do like what is that like does anyone know what that is I don't know anyway it's just it's all stuff like that with like non-titles that I'm like I'm sure it's good work but I'm also like I don't want to do something like that I want to do something that's gonna excite me and like keep me on my toes and something that I'm like passionate about and interested in like yeah. working in museums or like working in like I don't know public conservation of history and stuff like that that's what I like that's what I've found to have liked it just so happens to be so much harder to look for jobs in those areas yeah because i i guess you start out like i went to a careers panel thing and they were like like usually you start out as a volunteer and then you know yeah. they they see you being really good and then you get like maybe one or two days a week that you're working and then you know you have to yeah. wait until the person managing you is leaving and then you're kind of a shoe in for the position <sighs> but like you know by the time you get a full-time job you have to work for free for like yeah. a few years and you yeah. have to like have a part-time job next to that like, like, I have this... you can't afford to do like no one can afford to do that <laughs> yeah like because um the, the girl who was like talking about this like she was working in a gallery in Leeds and like yeah. that's how she got her full-time job and yeah. she was like yeah I had to do like waitressing and you know live at home and but like I don't want to do that <laughs> <laughs> I want someone to hire me off the bat for my dream job <laughs> yeah Oh my god okay you have literally just said what exactly what I'm feeling. <laughs> i just i want my dream job i want it now yeah that's what i'm literally like i'm like i think it's rude that i have to work to get my dream job <laughs> and quite frankly i feel like someone should just come along and give me my dream job right now thanks very much anyway yeah. i just think it's um in general i just are you excited for like what's coming like obviously corona hasn't left we don't know when it's gonna leave or if it's gonna leave but like in general are you like well are like, you like excited to like do things for the future for the future yeah i mean if you'd have asked me this like six months ago i would have said no but i do think that now i've had some time to like actually think and like picture myself in different scenarios in the future and I'm like actually I think I'm dealing with it a lot better and I think I have like rough ideas of where I want to go and like even if I don't end up in it like the place I envision myself in 
at least like I'm making moves towards going to those places yeah and like even if the plan changes along the way at least I'm like I have an idea of like you know stuff's in the works so yeah I'm excited I am excited and I (sighs) it's bad but like I feel like being able to it hasn't really been a lockdown for me because I've been out and doing stuff but having like a routine of a job so I haven't had to worry about money coming in stuff like that has given me the chance to like step back and be like okay so now I don't have to worry about money in the immediate future what can I worry about for my not so immediate future (laughs) and I don't know it's just sort of given me a chance to slow down and reflect a little bit and yeah I would say I'm quite excited which Honestly, if you'd have asked me that six months ago, I would have been like, I want to die, I hate this, lockdown, no, lockdown was not a thing. But you know what I mean, just like being, yeah, yeah, yeah. feeling so like stagnated. But yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm doing a lot better. Are you excited? That's, yeah, um, I am. I am actually, yeah. I think this, um, I think this podcast genuinely is helping me. Yeah. Like, just like thinking about the future, like actively, it's it's just making me like, feel like there is one yeah so no that was it's good um, I and mean, also it's, it's yeah. really good to hear that obviously um oh because I, ju- I still feel like you're just like you know you're a bit ahead of me with like all the thinking and all the doing obviously if you go to do a master's that would be different but yeah but also, I'm not even ahead I've been applying to things but not very many and like the things I've decided to do haven't come to fruition so I'm still in the same place in that I don't have any set plans I'm just like I've just thought about some things <laughs> use my yeah. big juicy brain to do some yeah. no but I feel like even like deciding to do public history it is still such a concrete thing and it is not like easy yeah um no but as you said you are excited for the future and so am I we're gonna smash it really we're gonna smash it <laughs> it's yep. hard now but it's hard for everyone. Things will be alright in the end. Yeah, you got a good plan. You you got some options, yeah. you know. You kind of know yeah. where you want to go. You you you've been on your first podcast, which you can obviously put on LinkedIn. Oh hell yeah! This so... is going straight up my CV. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, thank you very much for having me, my love. I've really enjoyed myself. Thank you so much for coming. It was so nice to catch up with you. We have it. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Growing Pains, a podcast to make you feel a little bit less alone. And thank you especially to Bryn for the music featured in today's podcast. Bryn's on Twitter as at eChillies if you are looking for more good content. Stay safe, everyone.